Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I am Stuart Roberts and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me, See Me. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job, this is a calling. So this afternoon I'm with uh, Anna Cafan, or as I say in Italian, Anna Cafani. Yes, brilliant. And the reason I'm with Anna Cafani is because she, um, her life is a hairdresser to some very well-known people, takes you around the world. Yes. Yeah. So uh, this is the reason for it, because Anna has been pestering me for quite some time. I do like people who make a nuisance of themselves. <laughs> I do like people who, don't, who won't take no for an answer. And she desperately wanted to come and join us at Haircuts for Homeless. Yes. And um, like with a lot of people, I think she was taken with it. Um, but in the end, we got her to, to come along. We fitted in. And she's come to... The amazing Whitechapel mission this morning, which in its own inimitable way started off very fiery and loud and chaotic, but I'll let her tell you about that. But the big thing about today and the chat is I want to sort of explore the contrast Mm. of the world that you work in to what we've experienced today. So what what was your thoughts about... Your experience, fresh from the Whitechapel mission. Well, God, I, where do I start? Um, I felt nervous this morning before getting there. I, I, not really knowing what to expect, um, but equally excited, you know, to be meeting you and to meet the rest of the team, and also just, I guess, put myself in an environment that you know is is would was out of my comfort zone and just a chance to offer something, offer a couple of hours to show up for, for, for people. Um, and it was, yeah, it was very clear when we got there and as you described it, it was very fiery in those first five, ten minutes. And, and it... Uh, I, I guess there was a part of me that ex- expected that. I knew it wasn't going to be just, you know, people lining up for for, for haircuts. Um, and I and I think looking back on on those hours, I I just um, I think it's clear how much people want to be seen. We all need connection. And and that lovely man who started off in his uh, 
in in his fiery way just um he, he just wanted attention he just you know he just wanted to be seen and it was just so wonderful watching you talk to him and handle him and 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 you know wrap it up with a hug and <laughs> And that hug was, cures everything. Yeah, it it does, it does. And um, yeah, I, I I'm just I'm just really humbled, really humbled to have um, witnessed how what a difference it can make. You know, to 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 give a person in that situation a chance to be seen and to have contact with other people and to feel that they are being taken care of because that's that's the great thing about what what we can do as hairdressers it's such a it's such an intimate kind of therapy and 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 uh, service where we're you know, we're, we're, and, and in some ways it, it is similar to what I do on photo shoots and music videos and red carpet events. It's, you know, it's all about taking care of people, making them feel at their best, whether it be a singer or a model or an actress or, you know, a, a client. I still have a few private clients whose hair I cut and, and I know for those few hours they... they it's my chance to make them feel good, um, and 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 that I, that that's what was you know just em, not empowering because I for me it was never really about what what I could get out of it and what I was going to feel. It's always been about how much can I how much can I give how much can I give to you know to these people and to your charity to you know give back because I've I've been so fortunate I've been so lucky in my career and with the mentors that I've had and you know with the jobs that I've done that you know it does yeah I, I feel I'm I'm at that point where I you know I can I want to and I and I, and this is something that we spoke about when we when we first when we first spoke it, it's you know it's it's always been there it's always been something really important to me about giving back share whether that was you know at London Fashion Week with having a new team of assistants and you know being able to mentor them or help build their confidence in a in a in a small in a small way I also wanted that to to become more a part of my weekly monthly work life where I could just put time aside to work you know on a project that that is making a difference yeah I mean for people who are listening some of them might not know you know what your life's like yeah so we've we've sort of explained what what this morning was like so by contrast could you sort of explain, you know, like, well, firstly, it was quite interesting what you said about some of your clients and we talk about some, you know, some celebrity clients or people with these lifestyles and you said you make them feel better about themselves. And we forget that celebrity people in, in, in that sort of lifestyle are people. Yeah. With the same insecurities. Yes. The same feelings. Absolutely. And it can, that, that haircut, that attention can be the same to them. Yeah, absolutely. So 
what a difference mm. to someone who's really got nothing, yeah. you know. So tell us a bit, like, just so by contrast, they can understand what, you know, what your, some of your life yeah, is like. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, no working week is the same. No. Um, and it can go from, you know, working on a, a photo shoot here in London on an editorial from Vogue magazine right. um, to, you know, doing some really intense trips. So right. one of the most recent ones was a, a, a trip to, a flight to Dubai um, where we arrived the following day, there was a, a, a the performance, a show, and then that same night we had to fly to Mumbai um, <laughs> and work again as soon soon as we landed in in yeah. Mumbai and you know and it's 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 mind blowing sometimes because yeah. it's it you know there's such an in, an intensity of that kind of travel of you know staying in you know some really beautiful places you know. To then working at these kind of events where you know there is the there's such a huge impact on the people that live there because they're all you know they're they're coming to see a performance or you know they're attending an an event um, and you know and with that particular trip there is you know there's then the the chance for for me as a person to see a different culture i mean the the co the contrast in mumbai of you know the, the the difference between how the the poor live and the wealthy it was just all right there you know the journey from the airport to the hotel was just like a it was just so overwhelming and you know that that for me is 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 when I I can come away feeling just very. Um, I guess I, I when I get whenever I get back home from those kind of trips, and that was a particularly sort you know quite um, difficult one. I, I I always just need to you know kind of reground reground myself because, you know, there is an element of getting lost in it you know at times we we you know we have to take a private plane to get from one place to another because that is the only way to get to another place in in time for yeah. whatever job it may be um, so it's not for luxury it's for practicality yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um you know but i nice can I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> get to have a, a bed oh lovely. you know and yeah. yeah sleep for a few hours as a rather, rather large man i would yeah. appreciate yeah. that <laughs> cramped into the economies at the back yeah you know. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it, it's. Um, I mean, I my parents were immigrants, Italian immigrants. Yeah. Um, you know, so grew up in you know a working class family, and uh, uh, my father had became blind in his mid twenties. Really? Yeah. So he, you know, so there was a. You know, we we were we were brought up with uh, you know good morals and and yeah. and values and with a real uh, 
understanding of 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 you know money and how hard it is to come by and how you know anything we do in life it's it's all about what we put out there you know and yeah. and and so yeah i feel very very fortunate to to have the work life that i do and i've made some very dear dear friends along the way but i i i i you know it's taken a lot a lot of 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 work and um i just i just try and you know always come back to the root of of i guess my upbringing and the things that i believe in and you know for for me it's 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 always been about human connection where wherever i go in whatever environment i'm in like you know going to Cannes film festival where where we you know working with actresses that are staying at like the martinez and you know and you've got people having coffees and paying 15 euros for a latte and you know i i think i would cry <laughs> I, I just don't do it no. i just ask for a glass of tap water yeah. 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 <laughs> but it you know it, it's um i i appreciate it, but i always yeah. try and keep a, a a firm foot yeah out of it yeah. as 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 well because it's just not it's just not real life, you know. It could and be a fairy tale, I would think. It could yeah. sort of be wrapped, caught up in a fairy tale. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. And it's, you know, like you, you said earlier, it's um, all that aside, all that luxury aside, yeah. the private planes, the, you know, the beautiful locations, yeah. the amazing hotels, the incredible destinations, it always comes back to that thing, for, for me anyway, which is, you know, I am there to provide a service. I'm there yeah. to, you know, make that woman feel amazing, feel that she looks the best that she can look and feel taken care of. And that, for me, is no different to what I wanted to give today at, 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 the, at the mission. Yeah, Pippa. Pippa. You know. With her amazing Afro hair and, yeah. Because Pippa's, as I said, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, and yeah. she's, as I said, she's, yes. she's... I think she's 80. She's... Um, been going to the mission for so many years yeah. and even though she's housed and she was a bit cross because they housed her a little bit further away right her husband's very poorly as well but she comes back constantly because that's her home yeah that's her that's her that's her family yeah there, you know and i noticed afterwards when we were finishing up that she was sat in the canteen and yeah, yeah just just yeah with with some other people with her and yeah yeah, I, I, but that that's ultimately what we all as humans need to belong to something and to feel connected and yeah. to to feel seen. You know, I I know well just you know from my experience, although it's you know diff different to what we what we witnessed today or what I witnessed for the first time today. But you know, growing up and especially as my dad's blindness. Um, or his eyesight deteriorated as he had a degenerative disease. You know, his thing was was needing to be to be seen um, and and having connection with people because he was, you know, enslaved in his in his own body by yeah. you know not being able to see him, but having seen up until you know the age of 
26. Yeah. So it's having um, something taken away from you. Yeah. It's worse than something that you've never had. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, it's... Um, How did Mum cope with that? She, she's... She, I get, I, well, well, she's a very strong, resilient, positive woman. I'm sure there must have been dark times, but as children, we, we, they really protected us yeah. from that. You know, that it was a different, a different generation, a different attitude to, you know, when faced with adversity, just... Roll keep, your sleeves up. Yeah, just yeah. keep pushing through, keep pushing through. Yeah. Um, and it, it's sad because I, I feel it's, and you know, you... you May feel you probably feel the same way. It's something that we 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 don't see as much in in no. the younger generation, you no. know, and especially with the increase of, you know, social media, this whole online culture. Yeah. We, we you know, not putting down any, um, you know, bad situation that a young person may 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 be in, but there is a tendency to give up really quickly mm. um so it's yeah i think that was you know the other thing that i taken away with me today was just even seeing the, the you know the sadness that these people must have on a daily basis yeah. there was still such energy yeah and 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 uh Good fun. Good, yeah. Banter. Banter, and yeah. I, I mean, meeting Sonia and Sue, oh. who run the mission. I mean, just incredible, uh, yeah. incredible women to you know to to to, to be there did every day. Did you hear day. Sonia turn on someone? Like, I she did. Takes, she I takes did. No, she? no. She's all she's all lovely until <laughs> yeah. someone passes that barrier, yeah. and then she soon lets them know who's in charge. Yeah. Big Mama's always in charge. Yeah. <laughs> but probably good for them because yeah. it, it shows Boundaries. again it's it's yeah, yeah yeah and shows that you know that that person cares enough to yeah. to to say something to say actually this isn't this is not cool it's yeah. not on yeah and because children children like that yeah they actually like yeah. it yeah you, know, they, you find. Um, and it carries on into adulthood that, yeah. that if we've got boundaries it's more comfortable for us you know yeah it's just when that. You know, I found I've, I've I've come across a lot of um, I, when I've got someone who's come out of prison, or some of the ex-servicemen that I do. They are so lost because they've had such strong boundaries in place, and they tend to just come out with no boundaries, mm. and they're just completely lost. And this is often why they reoffend. Yes. Or you know, in the case of ex-army uh, personnel, and that they'll come out and they just you know they're given money to come out with. But the next thing is they don't know. No one's telling them how to live their life. Yeah. So they they sort of blow it quickly, and before they know it, they're on they're on the street, and you know it's so sad. Yeah. You know it's so sad. Um, you yeah. said about because um, when you said about the difference when when you was in uh, in India, mm. you know that divide. Mm. Is it something that? you can see more, it's not as much, but you can see more in this country. Definitely. I yeah. feel like it's it's getting worse, mm. you know, and we touched on it on our journey here about the, 
you know, the, the amount of um, homelessness and and just the, the poverty, you know, even just in London, I, you know, I live in, in Hackney and, you know, and I, I see so many homeless people sleeping rough in the park under the arches. Um, and it's sad, isn't it? It's sad that in this, that we're still in this situation, that there still are so many people that haven't got the right support. And I, I mean, I'm, I maybe don't have enough knowledge about it. And I, and I, I know that, you know, from, from our conversation earlier, yeah. we were talking about um, Manchester and the number of outreach programs yeah. that are there. Mm. And I'm sure there's just the same amount, if not more yeah, so, right. more yeah. so in, yeah. in, in London. So yeah, it's how, how can it change without people actually coming together from these projects, from these missions with councils to, to actually work out what is a more productive solution? Mm. And how are these people su supported so that they can find that sense of self-worth, you know? Is it about having more uh, available therapists and counsellors who can try and get to the root of, of the issues for a lot of these people? Because there's, it's ulti it ultimately comes from a form of ne neglect, yeah. either neglected through childhood or adulthood, and unless those issues are properly understood and and their help to manage them, cope with them, and mm. then how how do they then want more for themselves? But equally, I, I I'm not an expert, no. and I know that you know that what I see and what I understand is probably just one very small layer of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not either. You know, I, I people and because of what I do, people look to me for answers, and yeah. I really I feel frustrated that I haven't got the answers for them. Um, but you you still need to think about it. We still need to debate it. And the problem I find that is so many people I come across in the work that I do have got mental health challenges. And, and you said about the cancer, and that there just isn't the there isn't the facilities available. You know, this is the, the, the challenge we've got. Like mental yeah. health is a big issue and it's the, the in topic at the moment. But because it's such so prevalent in our society, even amongst the young, which has been brought about what you said earlier yeah. about the Instagram, the insecurity of the Instagram society, you know, they, 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 they're worried about stuff they shouldn't be worried yeah, about at that absolutely. age. Um, even myself, I, I know that, that the end of last year was such a dark time for mm. me. And being in recovery, like, it was a very delicate thing mm. for me as well because mm. I'm 13 years sober, but I never take that for granted, mm. you know. Like, because the, the thing is, if you want to change the way you feel, you, you you go back to your old old things that you know work, you yeah. know, temporarily. And um, I was really struggling, and I went to the doctor, and you know, <laughs> he 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 knew I was there's something drastically wrong with me. Yeah. And right, so he gave me this idea to phone someone up and. 
you know, and they said, you definitely need help, you need this CBT therapy and this, you know, we let you know. And I was driving along merrily about June. <laughs> so I got a phone call, yeah. Habri Mental Health, you know. And our first one, my first thought was one of my kids has been involved with something. And they said, oh, it's about your appointment. And I said, what appointment? Your, your CBT therapy, you know. I said, that was six months ago. Yeah. You know, I said, I said, anything could have happened to me yeah. by now. I said, I'm yeah. lucky, I've got family. You know, yeah. like, six months, you know, this is, I said, there's people dying out there. Yeah. And I did, you know, it's not the person's fault. The no, of course. And they said, well, I take it you don't need your appointment. They hung up on me. <laughs> and it was like, but the sad, yeah. the sad thing is, is that's, if I can't get it as a so-called tax-paying member of society, if it's not available for me, what on earth is available for these poor, poor guys out there? You know, there's going to be nothing for them at all. And, you know, and I struggle. I mean, I don't, I don't want these talks to be, I want a positive yes, coming out of yeah. these. But you just have to address the realities. We, yeah, absolutely. You know, and not profess to have mm. immediate answers because mm. there, there aren't any immediate there aren't, answers. No. You know, I think it's, and as I said to you before, the, you know, even the thought of when we were in Dublin, as I said to you, mm. you know, sometimes it feels like Dickensian times because yeah. of queues and queues yes. of people wanting the basics of life. Yes. You know, um, anyway. <laughs> well, look, I, yeah, I, I, Stop I you me know, quick. just. Um, <laughs> Give me something nice. You know. <laughs> God's sake. Well, look, you know. I, I just think that what you're doing, Stuart, is so incredible, and I'm, uh, you know, it's it it's like you said, like you you know, like the what the charity stands for. It's change, changing a person's life one haircut at, right. at a time. Yeah, yeah. You know, for That's those few hours and yeah. once once a month, it, you're, you have been instrumental in in giving people that time yeah. and bringing together. I'm sure so many amazing hairstylists that have got yeah. you know the same yeah. motivation and intention, and yeah, all we can do is is do our bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's all we can do because the the sadly the problem is so much bigger than than mm. us, and you know, if if only we were in power. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably screw that up as well. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, and it just, I really appreciate it as well because, you know, when people, like, everyone's times, the time is the great equaliser. Yes. We've all got 24 hours a day. Yes. Seven days a week. We've got no more or no less. Yeah. Um, but when someone's got, like, such a hectic schedule as you and some of the other hairdressers that have got these massively hectic schedules mm. and they still want to give their time mm. up, it blows me away. Mm. And, like, today we had uh, Monica from L'Oreal. Yes, on. yeah. My my door security. Yeah, she was great. She's, yeah, super organiser. That's the Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. She, was, she, she was amazing. Organized. You need one Actually, of those. I should put under pressure. Pressure. I was like, you know. Yeah. Stuart, you ready for number one? We you need know? you need yeah, to clone yeah, her. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Need one of one of one of her. Yeah. At every, we've got lots every, of them. Every we have got lots of them. But you know, it's um. So, you know, what would you say to to people? Because the biggest, oh, right, the biggest thing I get asked all the time 
is, you know, what do we do when we see someone in the street? You know. For, for me, and you know, this is something that I has become important for me, especially since moving to Hackney. Um, is 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 try and connect, even if it's just hi, good morning. Mm. Um, because a lot of the times that you know, if I if I am in that situation where I'm seeing a homeless person, I'm running to I'm either going to or from work, an appointment or so. The ve- I always believe the very least I can do is is smile, is is have eye contact and say good morning or good evening. And you know, sometimes it doesn't get well received. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but if I can then, you know, there's, there's, there's quite a few now that I've, um, that I do try and chat with regularly when I have a, a day off and, yeah. No, I, the thing for for me that I I always want to check in to see you know if they've had a meal or if they've you know where where if they've been able to get a place at the local hostel and um, I mean I would I would I always think to myself you know I want to I, I want to go deeper and find out what you know what what, what do they need what what are their do they want to get out of this? And it's, I think I shy away from it because I think to myself, what right have I got to ask those kind of questions? Because some maybe aren't having those thoughts. Some are probably quite content to have, you know, the, to have the life that they've got. And I, I'm not, you know, I also feel a bit strange saying saying that because why would someone want to keep having that kind of life but there is a a sense of belonging that they have with the people that they sit with who are also homeless you saw that today right and you saw the, yeah, yeah. the camaraderie yeah, in there yeah and, and that's probably worth a lot to them, you know, and and probably something that many people who do have a roof over their head and have, you know, a job to go to don't have, you know. There's you hear it all so many times that, you know, p- people are, are are lonely. You know, they'll go to work and they might have a job that they don't actually care about, um, and they, you know, they're going home of an evening and they're they're sat at home on their own. So. Yeah, what, what, so going back to my point, I, I always feel like I want to do more, um, but for, but for, for now, what I just always try and do is just have some form of, of, of connection. That's Um, crucial, I mean, that, that, I think that's the safest and the most genuine thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know. I even try to, even pay people handing out things, I try and say, no, thank you. You know, like, yeah. when they're standing all day giving things out. Yeah. I look up and say, oh, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'm probably too polite. Yeah. Give me own good. But, 
No, it, it, I think that's it, because when I've, see, I've been doing this five years yeah. now, you know, and I've really got to know so much about it, more than I, I had the same preconceptions as everyone else, you know, I thought everyone, I thought the major, vast majority were alcoholics and drug addicts and, you know, I found the people behind the stereotype now. And um, and loneliness is massive. Yeah. Really, yeah. loneliness is yeah. such a big thing. Yeah. In today's um, distant society, Yeah. you know, Absolutely. loneliness amongst... But then... And we're experiencing it. Yeah. More and more because yeah. of I think of this online culture that that we live in now. Yeah, with discontent, you know, like of yeah, you know, like my life isn't and disengagement. Yeah, you know, disengagement. We're, yeah, we're relying on some kind of engagement through what we post or through the messages that we get, and then yeah. you know, I I I. I hear it and see it all the time and I've also been you know a victim of it, it and I, I just I just find myself you know in, in moments like that when I have experienced it in the past of saying what what am I doing what you know this this just isn't this isn't right this isn't healthy this isn't productive this isn't the way to have connection with people and this is I shouldn't be encouraging myself to feel like I'm not doing well enough yeah you know because that's what ultimately it's boiling down to is people feeling that they're not doing as well as good having as much as you know the next person and it's it's so negative it's a massive pressure yeah that people are putting on themselves and it's a it's a pressure you can't live up to. Yeah. This is this is the thing. Do you was it a sense of relief for you when you made the decision to close the the business down? It was one of the most painful mm. things. Mm. And I've had I have had a few much more painful things, but it was right out there. Yeah. Um, things with kids is much more painful. You yeah. Know? But for me, on a personal level, it was it was it was awful, and it it my it's that head and heart thing. Yeah. So my head was saying, "You've got no choice, mate. You you you've you've done more than you could ever try to do. Yeah. You've got yourself in personal debt to keep the doors mm. open. Mm. You've probably tried five years longer than it really should have lasted, mm. but you've kept going and kept going. So that's on my head. My heart is like I failed. Yeah." And and there's all this this massive thing of worrying about what people think of you. Yeah. And it's all in it's all it's fantasy. All, it's all in our head. It's people a story. People don't give a monkey. No. They really don't. No. They've got their no. own stuff going no, on. No, exactly. You know, if you and you you're, you're, you know, I mean, literally, I I spent thirty years of my life in that area building that business mm. up, and after it, I I I couldn't even go into that town. Mm. And it wasn't. It was just I just couldn't face it. Mm. I can understand that. Yeah, and it's but that's not rational. No. <laughs> you know you've done everything you can. Yeah. You know, and and there again it's that that thing of. And I'm sure if you'd walked down the street and seen colleagues and yeah. customers, they would have still been as 
embracing and, and some happy would, to... But some wouldn't. Yeah. Because what happens is people make their own mind up. Mm. Now you're talking mm. about human beings, mm. you know, and human beings will not always jump to the right conclusion. Mm. They will mm. just jump to the most convenient. Yes. And then what they will do is someone will say something and someone else will add something to that. And before people almost, it's like the way we do in this country, we, we like to sort of um, demonize our heroes almost. You know, like when Absolutely. people can't succeed, yeah. you know, it's that envy and mm. all of these things mm. and you'll get, I mean, I love people succeeding. Mm. It builds me, me with too. hope and, you know, and someone like yourself and, you know, I know it's not the reality, but I see the outside of yeah. you doing what you do yeah. and, you know, people like Louis and all that traveling around the yeah. world, you know, you go, oh, it's amazing. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm only traveling around like Britain on yeah. trains and I'm knackered half the yeah. time. It's yeah. tiring. Yeah. Um, but you see it on the surface, but I'm like, God, oh, what a great, well done you. Yeah. But the average person, I'm afraid, isn't like that. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. You know, and it's like yeah. pulling people down yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. pulling people apart, so... Well, that's when we allow the ego, you know, to um, come forward because it's yeah. it's it's the it's the ego that then sparks resentment and jealousy and you know and that's what I I was really lucky after a few years after my dad passed away I had some counselling with an amazing woman called Wendy Mandy um, and she she has done this brilliant brilliant podcast with Russell Brand it's called under the his, so his under podcast the under the skin yeah 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 um you should look it up it's, yeah, it's Russell Brand with Wendy Mandy Wendy Mandy yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and it you know and and she she touches on things that um are you know are are fundamental for for the for us as humans to be able to show vulnerability and and on the back of that connect with with people and you know the things like you know what you're talking about the you know the, the resentment and the jealousy that people can you know have yeah. when you know they're seeing their peers succeed is 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 when we as humans are too caught up in our in our heads yeah and everything that she teaches and talks about is about our you know is is about the you know the gut the spirit and and yeah. uh, and and how you know you look back at or you look at tribes and how they work as a community it's all about elevating one another there is a you know it, it's very very clear that it's all about love and yeah. support and showing up for one another because that's the only way that that tribe and that community can survive yeah. and we in this modern day world yeah. are no different to that that's not. that's what we need i think one of the great motivators when i've looked at that and obviously going through recovery i like mm. to look a lot look hard mm. and it's not pretty mm. it's not nice it's uncomfortable mm. but that's the only way you grow forward and you revert back constantly yeah. you have to grow back out but the the biggest that the most um fundamental things is that of a, a baby yeah and all a baby needs is love mm. warmth 
and nourishment. Absolutely. That's all we need. Yeah. And when you go back to that, and I try and break stuff down to that a lot of the time, mm. you know, do I need a hug? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I cold? Yeah. <laughs> Am I cold and tired? Yeah. Am I hungry? Yeah. Do you know, and that's that, they're the only things I need to fulfill. Yeah. And Absolutely. When I start, and this is the problem with us as a, as a human race or society, when you start to try and fill up with the other stuff, mm. all that, you know, it's great. I love to see people. I think you need people to do well. Mm. You need people to succeed because things need, stuff needs to get done. Absolutely. You know, yeah. so we could all be philosophical and hippie fied and, yeah, you know, yeah, let the world yeah. go on without but us. But we, yeah, we, know, we don't live in an do, yes, you know, like, absolutely. Um, so, and people need a reward for that as yeah, well, you know, yeah. so it's, it's great. And we need, you know, we also need for our own personal growth benchmarks, I guess, so we, yeah. you know, and it's good to acknowledge that, you know, the, the people who are doing well because that brings about inspiration aspiration yeah. and but it's yeah it's it's all about it being in healthy measured ways yeah. so that we don't lose our, ourselves in it and i you know i know that f for me i'm like this because of who my parents were and what they had to do and what my father had to do being blind and you know, and I, I know that's why I'm able to keep such a such firm feet on the ground and, 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 you know, and not get caught up in that because it would be easy and I've seen it. I've seen it happen to people and, you know, they, they start to become obnoxious and self-entitled and it's, un, it's not attractive. No. And, uh, and at some point they come, they come crashing because through being that way they've 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 diminished the the value of um of the things that really 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 matter and that they actually need um and i i was just um i think from the very beginning from when i moved first moved to london and started assisting and then you know worked with my first artist that i was with for a good seven years you know i, I I always would give myself a talking to, you know, every every day or whenever, if it was a stint of like a couple of weeks, I would just always, you know, remind myself of how lucky I, I was and also that it was because of how hard my parents worked that they had instilled that in me to work hard and to, yeah, and, and to, to just, you know, keep, developing personally emotionally spiritually you know that for me is what i i take away from these 10 years of working in the industry and getting the chance to work with you know some in incredible iconic artists and yeah. it and and i and for me that's what i you know what i want to be able to pass on to new assistants coming through and yeah, and you know, and I mean that's that's a separate conversation. But yeah, to 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 now be in a in a, a position where you know I can take time out to be able to you know commit to you know working with with you and mm. you know and hopefully do more and more and help you know help you in any way that I can to yeah. build things up and spread 
spread you know spread the word to fellow hairstylists who you know are maybe caught up in the rat race and you know uh, have can maybe find the time to come along and show their support and I think that that they'll find it rewarding. Yeah, you know, cause absolutely. I am, yeah, and it, it it's it's a great antidote to all yeah. the, the stuff that's going on yeah. around you, and you you know like it's helped me, and it's uh, it always sounds like a cliche, but it helps me so much more than the people I'm helping. Yeah, it really does. I come away and I'm, you know, and I, I've said it, I walk in feeling like I've got all the troubles in the world yeah. and I walk out feeling the most blessed person yeah absolutely because I haven't because my stuff isn't important no you know no. it is to me at the time yeah but in the scheme of things yeah. you know when you when you've you know you worry about your kids or you worry about this and the other but then you see a kid of your age your yeah. child's age um, or someone your mum's age or do you know what I mean and, and they're you think oh my mum's safe at home my child's mm, mm. not got to worry about yeah. having nothing to eat yeah. and all yeah. of these things and you, it's a, it, it, it's, it makes you so grateful absolutely. full of gratitude absolutely. As, as I suppose you did when you know like you're flying around the world and then you're seeing that in Mumbai yeah. and you know seeing the contrast yeah. but there's a guilt Sometimes there there's, is, there's there a is, guilt. there is, there is, absolutely. And what I absolutely. say to my volunteers, because they often say to me, I feel guilty now. Mm. You know, Jackie in Manchester, she sort of had this one where she's, you know, it was an outreach and she's doing this young girl's hair and she's six months pregnant. She's with a partner, but they're homeless and the likelihood is, is she does go full term, has the baby, it will take it away from her through care and... People say, oh, it's probably for the best, but there's still, still a mother of course. losing a child. Of course. It didn't matter what the circumstances, a mother's course. bond is broken. So, that, yeah. you know, that's... And, and she said about going home that night and feeling guilty about going to a house, yeah. a nice house, and a husband. And a, yeah. And... But that's when we... Because I feel like that, too. Yeah. But I guess that's... We have the, you know, the the power to to turn that around and 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 be in a position where we can, we're able to yeah. at least give give something. Because well, otherwise, if we, it's very easy, isn't it, to 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 be riddled with guilt and and then you and not do anything I because think. of that fear that God how. Can we really change this? Is those two hours the problem still there? Those people are still homeless, or still yeah. drinking, or still using. Yeah. But it's something. Yeah. And, but the thing, the main thing I say is you, that is you must replace guilt with gratitude. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that makes yeah. it worthwhile because yeah. if you can then go away, and if it makes you more grateful for everything you've got. That's a positive way to use that emotion, you know, because guilt's negative and it does no one any good. But it's, you know, if you if you just go if you just go away and appreciate your family, your life, it makes almost it makes that worthwhile, and that's that. Then it, then you can carry on and continue. Yeah. It's what I have to do. Because yeah. I get guilty, you know, and I just think no, I won't allow that now. I won't be guilty, I'll be grateful. Yeah. You know. Um, it's 
you, you won't be able to do this work without it touching you. You know, this no. work will touch yeah. you. But hopefully it doesn't, you know, I, I don't want people to be disillusioned. You know, it, it's got to be positive. Absolutely. And full of hope. Yeah. And full of love. Yeah. And all of the things that we need. Yes. We've got to be babies, haven't we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, we have. Love, warmth, <laughs> and nourishment. You're going to forever see me in a yeah. big nappy now. When you see Stuart on there, this big, this big 18 stone baby. I'll bring you a teddy bear yeah, next it. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, thank how you. How are we doing for time? Yeah, I think we, we pretty much have. That goes quick, doesn't it? I when know, you're having fun. I know. I yeah, know. I think we're it's, pretty much it's, there. It's um, just so wonderful to finally meet you and work oh, with you oh, and talk to you it's yeah it, it really is just uh yeah very like humbling and inspiring and yeah i i just want to keep doing more and more with you i hope you can and and you know that's the thing is just people can help me in lots of ways yeah so just by spreading the word about Absolutely. what we're doing yeah. Just by you saying to people, it just you know, doesn't hurt you to give someone a smile. No. You know, uh, no. all of those things. No. Um, you know, and if you're getting your three pound coffee and there's you know a homeless person outside, yeah. get them a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Because it comes back to that, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not solving their problem, but for those next ten minutes, they're gonna feel warm and yeah. and have feel seen. Yeah and cared for. And by the way, people, they need socks. And socks. <laughs> socks and pants. Yes. <laughs> the least donated is evidently socks. Yeah, socks, um, pants, yeah. hats. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, instead of a coffee, go get some socks. Yeah. <laughs> some dry <laughs> socks. Uh, well, thanks, Thank Anna. you, thank uh, you, I really Stuart. appreciate your chatting with me. And mm, thank um, you. Uh, we'll check out that, so what was that? That podcast... Uh, it's Under the Skin. Yeah. So it's Russell Brand's podcast With. and the particular one that I listened to uh, and the woman who... Uh, I counselled with was uh, Wendy Mandy. Wendy Mandy, so I want yeah. to make sure that people... Wendy uh, Mandy, who's just yeah. incredible. Yeah. I might need an hour with her myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'd love her. You would love her. Well, I'm actually going to invite her to the next, next yeah. one. She's... Um, real force and incredible yeah. woman fantastic well thank you thank you leave it there yeah thank you it's just over five years ago i did something that changed my life what it did more than i could have ever realized it helped me i have met some absolutely amazing people some of the people that work in some of these places Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling. <laughs>